Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I'm so happy I get to teach these. I'm, I'm so glad I didn't forget. You know, I did though. You know, and the Holy Spirit reminded me. Like I was like, oh yeah, let's go. And I, I kid you not, man, I was sitting here the other day and God's like, hey, you told those guys you were going to talk about hindrances to prayer. You know, like in my spirit, he came back because I said I wanted to do it. So here's one of the hindrances. Um, there's probably a billion hindrances, okay? But I told you we were going to look at this. What, so I'm going to look at the, like, I have six important things you need to do. So I, I was trying to find them. So I found six really important things to do with prayer. And how I'm going to do it is go, okay, here, this could be a hindrance if you don't do these six things. And here's the element of what you might not be doing right. Okay? So number one is this. We know we're supposed to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. So if you're not praying to God the Father in the name of Jesus, it could be a hindrance. That's, that is how we start our prayer. Now, you might say to me, Pastor Chris, man, does it really matter? It, it matters if you want to be scriptural because I, I, I'm, a, I'm a strong advocate and just stay as scriptural as you can. Kenneth Hagin was one of the best, man. I've watched him in numerous meetings. We bow our knee in the Lord Jesus Christ. He bow right there on the platform. And I'm not, we're not building off of a man, but we're building it off of the word of God. But man, if you could stay scriptural as possible, stay there, right? Why would you not? And um, one of the things that I like about praying to God, the father in the name of Jesus is it's scriptural. And, and what do you, where do you see that? And, I, and, I, and I'm looking for some of my notes because I really, really like um, um, some of the things that prayer secrets that we talked about, but it's even, it's even more than the prayer secrets. It's, it's hindrances that need to be eradicated because um, they could be roadblocks and they could stop you. And I, I don't want nothing holding you back. So here we go. Ready? So we're there. So we understand praying to God the Father in the name of Jesus. And one of the things we found with this is that scriptural evidence is key. And until you have scriptural evidence, you don't really have rights in the earth to ask for these things. Once you have scriptural evidence, you have the power to ask. And I'm pulling these notes up. I, I, I wanted to go in a different direction. So I'm kind of... um. I'm going, to get all, I'm going to get all these over to you. So I want you to see this because I like this. Look right here. Go with me to John 16, 23. John 16, 23. King James is great. John 16, 23 and 24. Yeah. And look what it says right here. And in that day, right, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say to you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hereinto you've what? You've asked nothing in my name. That's big. 
Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Look at 23 one more time. It's going to help you. I think it's huge. And in that day, you shall ask me nothing. Now, what does he talk about? He's not saying, when I'm not here, when I'm gone, you're going to ask the Father in my name and he will give it to you. So scriptural prayer is prayer that is praying in the name of Jesus. Okay, so me and you both have to remind ourselves that our prayers need to be what? In the name of Jesus. So I start, you know, you might say, well, are these, are these important things about prayer? I think so, because what happens if you're not praying scriptural, right? So this is big. So I'm going to show you right here. I like this. Because one of the things that I think could be big is that we, we start getting into worry and we start getting, well, once you stay scripture, you, you eradicate worry. So look, yeah, 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 yeah. And when the time comes, I wanted to find it in the Amplified. You don't have to go there because I'll just read. When that time comes, you will ask nothing of me. You will what? Need to ask me no questions. I assure you, what? My Father in heaven will grant you whatever you ask in my name, presenting all I am. See what I say? It's just a different thing. In his name is who he is, okay? So that, that if we're not praying in the name of Jesus, we could be hindering our prayers, right? So we got to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. When we're praying and believing God and we don't get answers, we need to find out what's hindering our prayers. So some of the things that you haven't been getting answers on can correct the problem if we understand how to pray scripturally. You know what I mean? Man, I like that. Praying to Jesus instead, instead, okay, of the Father could get us in a spot. Now, let me show you the difference here because this one got me, okay? How come Jesus says, ask me some things, but then he says in prayer, Go to the Father and what? Ask him and your joy will be full. Okay? He's not contradicting himself. When it comes to the things that we are to demand in the earth, like healing, I pray in the name of Jesus and demand it. I pray certain things in the name of Jesus that I what? Have been given access to because that's different kind of praying. So watch this. If I take a scripture and I bring it to God or I need something from God, Father, I come to you now in the name of Jesus and I pray my prayer. But in the earth, right, when I have to use my authority and demand and command in the name of Jesus, I, I, what do I do? In the name of Jesus, I bind the devil. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the enemy. In the name of Jesus, I what? What do you say? Lay hands on the sick in my name. Where the will of God is known... I, what? I'm using the name of Jesus in a more authoritative way. So you got to grow in prayer. He gave us the right to use that name. Jesus' name, he gave us the power of attorney. Right? We have a right to use the name, not only in prayer, but in every area of life. We need to what? Understand this. We've been given the name of Jesus to use in an authoritative way. 
We deal with the devil in the name of Jesus. Amen? We got authority in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus gives us power. You know this stuff. But are you praying? This is, this is, this is getting results in prayer. So look at this, right? One of the most important things is prayer is to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Here's another one. Hindrance number two. I got six of them. You didn't believe you received when you prayed. That's a massive hindrance. So one is, just go through the checklist. Remember we said prayers like a diagnostic. Did I pray to the Father in the name of Jesus? Check. Step two. Did I believe I received when I prayed? That's Mark eleven twenty four. Believe you receive when you pray. What does it say? It's one of the, it's it's a very important action. Where do we find that? Therefore, I say to you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, it's the prayer of faith. Believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. Shall have them. Man. So what's that mean? Did I really, now how many times have you prayed and not believe you received when you prayed, but you're waiting to see it to believe you received? That is a hindrance. That is a huge hindrance. Because what happens is this. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know, Pastor Chris. Did I believe I received when I prayed? You know, I just said something the other day. If you, if you didn't believe you received when you prayed, then you probably asked the same stuff over and over again because until you see it, well, that's all unbelief. It's a desire of your heart. You got to believe you receive the desires of your heart. If you keep your flesh under and you walk in the word, your desires of your heart are not going to be wrong. That's huge. So if you keep your you keep your flesh under, okay, you keep your life pretty scriptural, your desires of your heart are not going to be wrong. That's the biggest thing of all. God's interested in this thing. So did, did I really do that? Ask yourself, when you go to prayer, do you believe you receive when you pray? Or is it, well, I prayed it, I don't know if I, then you never really release faith for it. And that is why there's no exchange to have it. So I think you have to ask yourself, okay, am I believing I receive when I pray? I think prayer needs to be more organized than most people pray. I really do. I think we're flippant in it. I am, you know. Oh, the other day, you know, I used to be, oh, God bless them. You know, the Lord, a long time ago, kind of corrected me. He said, they're already blessed. Ephesians 1, 3 says they have all blessings and spirits, but they don't need blessing. They're blessed. Let them, let them discover it. Let them walk it. I don't know, something like that. But I'm telling you now, it ain't like you got to get blessed. You are healed. 
Receive the healing you got. Praise the Lord, huh? Look at this one. Unforgiveness is a massive roadblock to prayer. Right? Unforgiveness. Man, this thing will get you. So I got it. I got to pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus. Father, I come before you now in the name of Jesus. Check. Here we go. Two. Man, do I really believe I receive when I pray? Or do I just, you know, kind of, am I goofing around a little bit, just saying stuff, you know what I mean? Talking but not really releasing faith. Well, guess what you got to do? Make sure, three, I cannot have unforgiveness in my heart. That's Mark eleven twenty five and 26 right after. And um, we got to go there because, man, I'm going to tell you what, King James is great. You, you got to go there here, man, because here's the thing. If you got unforgiveness in your heart and you think Jesus is going to answer your prayers, you're mistaken. He is not going to answer your prayers. Not because he doesn't want to, but he says your prayer life was based on forgiveness from God. You can't be holding somebody caught up and expect God to answer your prayers. He forgave you so you could forgive others. Man, this will get you. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. And when you stand praying, man, I'll tell you, I felt the Holy Ghost right there. When you stand praying, forgive. Now, let me tell you that word, forgive. It's a Greek word that I do not understand. Okay? How to say in Greek. But this is what it says. Okay? There's the bottom line. It's what I'm trying to get over to you is this: is forgive means forgive. It, you know what I'm saying? It's like it ain't no big translation. You know what I'm saying like sometimes we're like, well, I could, I could, I could forgive, but I can't forget. No, you got to forgive, right? To lay aside, to forsake, to leave, let alone go, omit. Put away, just give it, just quick, just forgive. Now, let me tell you something about this word, because this one's big. Let's just read this. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have any ought, if that's unforgiveness, against any, that your Father, which is also in heaven, may forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive... Neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. That's, wow. So here's what he said. If you do not forgive, your Father in heaven ain't going to forgive you. Now he wants to, and he has. So here's what he's saying. So this is God's model with forgiveness. I forgave you. Go and be free. You come in there and you go, I'm not going to forgive you. Then God goes, well, now you made me not forgive you because you held back the forgiveness I gave you. See it? So like right now, you're a Christian, you're forgiven. But I got something against, oh no, I'm going to hold you. I'm not going to forgive you. 
Then God goes, well, now I can't forgive you because that's that story in the Bible. Remember the guy owed the guy money? He owed him 50 bucks. The other guy owed a million bucks. The guy that owed a million bucks, he got, he got he, you know, man, he said, hey, how much do you owe? He said, man, he said, I set you free from a million dollar debt. Woo, guy went wild, right? Praise be to God. Glory to God. But then somebody owed him 50 bucks. He came and choked the dude out for the 50. The guy that got forgiven so much held the guy in contempt for 50 bucks. The, the king heard it and said, man, tell that guy, not only does now, am I, am I, am I, am I not going to unforgive it? He got to pay me that million dollar debt. I let him off a million bucks. This guy couldn't let somebody go for 50 bucks. What's the moral of the story? Jesus is saying, I let you go from all that sin. I let you go from all that stuff. I let you free from all that. Now you're going to hold this guy down the street accountable? Come on, man, stop. Let it go. Let it go. I know it's not easy, but you got to understand forgiveness is not based upon another person's deserving of it. Forgiveness is based upon the position of what we receive from Christ. That's why we forgive. Isn't easy, but you can do it. Now four, write this down. I told you I got six. Four. Okay, this is big. The next four, five, and six are all about dependency upon the Holy Ghost, and I think it's a roadblock in our life. And this has been a hot topic. This morning, my prayer, five minutes of prayer with PC, get the app, was about this. And I... I had studied these notes like it's really wild how God does this stuff. So the theme of the day is you're going to have to depend on God in prayer in the Holy Spirit. So four, number four is this. You have the hindrance because you're not leaning on the help of the Holy Spirit in prayer. I'm going to explain it. Okay. You must depend upon the Holy Spirit to help you in your prayer life. When you're, when you're void of that, it creates a hindrance in your prayer. Go to Romans 8.26. I'm going to explain it. Am I talking about praying in tongues? Absolutely. This is why you need to be filled with the Spirit of God. Okay? You must depend on the Holy Spirit's help in prayer. Romans 8, 26, y'all know what it says. Likewise, the Holy Spirit helps our weaknesses for we know not what we should pray as we should, but the Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Tongues. Why do we need these things? Why? Because he's gonna help us. Look what it says in 1 Corinthians 1414, Amplified. Just take our time. We're looking up scriptures. We're getting, somebody just the other day asked me, man, wow, man, look at these Holy Ghost scriptures in the King James Bible. This is awesome, right? For if I pray in unknown tongues, my what? Spirit prays, but my mind is unproductive because it does not understand what my spirit is praying. That's good stuff, ain't it? Ain't that good stuff? 
Remember, the Holy Spirit helps you in your prayer life. Praying with other tongues in the Spirit is, is, is not something the Holy Spirit does apart from you. He does it with you. So this could become a hindrance. Your lack of prayerlessness in tongues could be hindering this. And you know, God gave me this. This is crazy, man. Today, literally, I prepared for this, right? The other week. Because I knew I was coming. I, I didn't even remember this stuff. This morning, I got up. I went and, I went and was getting things done. And the Spirit of God said this to me. So this goes to show you how in the ghost we are right now, okay? So he said to me personally, he goes, hey, if you want to see some of that stuff you, you're desiring, you're going to have to up your tongues. To me personally. I said, what? He said, if you want to see that and you want to see that and if you really want to see that, you're going to have to up the tongues. And I said, wow, okay. So in my prayer, five minutes of prayer with PC, I talked about it today, right? And I, um, I demonstrated it. And now we're talking about it again. So what are we seeing? Our lack of prayerlessness in the Holy Ghost is hindering our effectiveness in prayer. Wow, that's big boy talk right there, man. Right? So when I don't know what to pray, I need to lean on the help of the Holy Ghost. And as I pray individually for my needs to be met, they will be. But I got to lean on the Holy Ghost side. So here's the thing. What could be hindering my prayer life? Not praying in tongues enough. Now, I'm not building a doctrine where you got to pray for 90 hours, but some of the projects of faith that you're on, you're going to need more tongues. Okay? So here we go. So the Holy Spirit... This is big. Five. For us to become effective in meeting the needs of others, praying for people, we're going to need help in intercession and supplication. Or basically the prayer of intercession. This is for other people. Now, this is a big thing because a lot of your prayer projects are not for you. I want to see my brother get saved. I want to see my uncle. I want to see my aunt. I want to see my kid. I want to see my grandma. I want to see the guy at work. I want to see as we desire and pray for others and begin to do that, the Bible says that the Spirit of God will help us because we do not always know how to pray. Therefore, the Holy Spirit makes intercessions with groanings. We just discussed this. You can also make supplication and intercession in your prayer language. So some of you got lost loved ones you want to be saved. The reason why maybe you haven't seen it is twofold. 
Now, I'm going to give you a bonus pack. You must use your authority, another hindrance of prayer. You haven't taken authority over these people. Now, let me explain that. You cannot take authority over a person's free will, but I can take authority over the devil's effect upon these people. I did it with the kids, right? I just said, I take authority over the devil off, the, off their life, you know what I mean? And I break your power, devil. And I sent laborers across the path and I, I loose the angels of heaven. And what do I do? Edifying yourself so there might be some praying I got to do on the behalf of other people. Remember I told you, take a picture in your prayer closet and pray in the Holy Ghost. Huge. Edify yourself. You build yourself up. You live beyond regret. Pray in tongues. Right? And here, number six. Right? A hindrance. You, when you stay spiritually disconnected for too long, you don't have the strength. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. Number six, lack of edifying yourself in prayer could produce unaffected prayer life. That's Jude 20. Spiritual edification affects the individual, affects the personal, allows my spirit to pray, gives me utterance, helps me strengthen myself. Jude 20. But ye beloved, see it? But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You start developing strong faith. You edify, you build yourself up. A weak man's spirit cannot bear him. But you're building a strong spirit. Come on, man. And when you build a strong spirit, you can mess right through bodily pain and trouble. So these are hindrances. So the last three are Holy Ghost connected. So this has been the theme of the day, man. I am telling you, if you said to me, Pastor Chris, what am I supposed to preach? Say, hey, Pastor Chris, what do you think today you need to be telling me? This is what I need to be telling you. God told me this this morning. I shoot this in advance, man. So by the time you get this, we'll be, we'll be ahead. So just so you know, because I don't like waiting the last minute to do nothing. So, but I'm already right on time. So I literally woke up this morning. The Holy Ghost said to me, you got to up the tongues if you want to see some of these desires you got in your heart. I said, man, what you say? I'm not kidding you, man. There ain't nothing wrong with my desires. Some of these promises from heaven, 
up the tongues. Now, I'm not, get, I'm not doing them. They're promises from, but I don't know all the interaction that's going on in the heavenlies and all. I don't understand all that. I don't, nobody does. Said to me, you better, you, you up the tongues and you'll see these desires come to, I said, okay, I got you, God. All three of the last hindrances are all about what? You getting over in the spirit realm. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Woo! Are you kidding me? Isn't this good stuff? You gotta be. You got Shabbat Kalamate. Este You gotta build yourself up praying in the Holy Ghost. Why? Because some of these things are, are there. So number one, you gotta pray in the name of Jesus. Right? Father. I'm coming to you on my needs because Jesus is the mediator. He's the go-between. He's the link. So, Father, I come to you because I ain't got no right really to come to you without Jesus. But Jesus gave me access to you by what he did on the cross. So, thank you, Father, that I'm coming before you now. So, Father, I come to you now in the name of Jesus. Woo, got that one done. Got it. Two, man, I believe I receive when I pray. Thank you, Father, for, for all my needs are met. Now, listen, some of them are easy, right? Because you know they're right there. Some of them, you can't feel it. You can't see it. I believe I receive when I pray. Not when I see it. Not when I have it. Not when I feel it. Not when I think it. Not when blah, 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 blah. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. Come. Let's go. When I prayed, check. Man, three. I can't have no unforgiveness, bro. You know what I mean? And, and the devil, that's, that's the bait of Satan, man. Offense. You know? Get offended. I'm offended. What are you offended about? But they, these people mean. Oh, what are you going to do? Mean people are going to be mean. I'm offended. Why are you offended? Somebody did something. Look, man, people do evil stuff. I am not sitting here lightening this stuff, but most offense that you guys deal with is just you, you getting mad about something. I am unoffendable. Did you hear me? I, I've had people talk about, oh, my God. I had one guy one time. He didn't know he butt-dialed me. You know what that is? They call you. They don't know you're calling me. Bro, this dude left me... Um, Pastor Liz was with me, okay? He left me a voice. He didn't know it. He was ripping me a brand new ear. I'm laughing. Bro was talking so much junk. Added her in. I'm listening to it, right? Now, I'm going to show you, right? I listened to the whole thing, almost. And then I got it. You know, I never told the dude. You know, the next time I seen the guy, I was just like, I almost laughed. I've gotten to the point, Pastor Liz will tell you this. People, there was somebody in the church who left. You know, they were whacked out. They got offended. And they, they wrote a text. Grant, I'm not kidding. Grant's with me today, right? Grant, this text, this text was like this long in your phone. Right? I read the first sentence, and I didn't like the way it felt, and I erased it. 
She looked at me. She's like, how do you do that? I said, easy. I don't let nothing in here. I work too hard to maintain this. You ain't getting in. You got to have right of assignment before you can get into my mind. I don't, I don't, I, I ain't trusting your words. Your words ain't for me. I've had people since butt dial me. I will not, I, and I can hear them having a conversation. I erase it immediately. I do not listen to it. Like three minute conversations, four minute conversations. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they, maybe, they, maybe it was not, you know, like you could hear people talking and say they might talk about you. They might, I don't want to know. And I don't need to know. I am racing immediately. I've gotten texts from people that just are, 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 are too, the spirit behind it is wrong. I, I delete it. Well, Pastor Chris, how are you going to respond? Why? You ain't going to listen. Those people ain't going to listen to me. Those people are done listening to me. They're not my assignment anymore. And you tell you what, I need to teach young preachers this stuff. I'll tell you, God needs to send me a bunch of young preachers that I could save their life. God's on the street, man. Because if you don't learn this stuff now, you better lose your ego real quick, right? Because, okay, you know what I'm saying. Like, you think like, oh, people, just leave it alone. And the last three, right? I need help for intercession. I need help to edify, right? Remember that one? And what was, remember like, right? And I need help in prayer. So I need Holy Spirit to help me in prayer because there's a lot of stuff I don't know what to pray about. So I think I got it handled, but I don't. So because of my lack of tongues, it's not getting dealt with. Yes, some of your emotional problems, you're not praying in tongues enough. Some of your physical problems, yes, you're not praying in tongues enough. Some of your, yeah, it's not that you're earning it, but you have to discover it. There's things to be discovered. How about this one? Holy Spirit's help, intercession. I don't know how to pray for some of these people. What do you think I'd do with you guys? I don't know what you need. I pray in the spirit for you. And six, I got to be strong, man. I told Pastor Liz the other day, this is funny how this whole conversation is like just the last two days. I said, I have probably, sometimes I get like 5, 10, 15, 20 people a day that come into my life and it feels like, they jump on my back. And I'm like, all right, let's go. It's okay, though. I'm just telling you what it looks like. I'm just, I'm, and I'm telling you, this is for you. This is not about me. But I don't know you, so I'll tell you what happens. Like, so I might come, and this guy needs encouragement. So I throw him on my back. I can encourage you. And then this girl comes, and she needs to be, she's coping with, with life. Boom. And then boom, 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 boom. And it just keeps going. Bam, 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 bam. You don't have enough margin by the end of the day. You got nothing to give out. So if I don't edify, if I don't, now you do this too. Mom, you got the kids, you got your husband, you got the work, you got this, you got, you know, PTA, booster this, that, that. You guys are flying, man, flying, right? Dad, you go to work, you got to fight, you got this, you got to make money, you got to do that, you got the economy, you got the world, you got this, you got that, you got sports, we got life, we got this, we got, man, everything's fine. You ain't got enough more. You ever get some days, you just go, you're like, dude, I just got to just stop and holy ghost stuff, man. You're not going to be strong at this stuff if you don't build this Holy Ghost life. So moral of today is this. Put a little bit more time in the tongues because the more time you put in the tongues, the more power you're going to pull out for the earth. That is what's up. These are some of the hindrances. There's probably 5 million hindrances. Just eradicate the ones we talked about today. Get going with that. And I've got to tell you what, I really think then the Holy Spirit's going to lead you and show you the things you need to navigate away from. Promise you it's the truth. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you. 
for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, that you're leading them. I thank you, Lord, that you're guiding them. I thank you that you're helping them. I thank you, Father, that you're taking them from where they are to where they need to be. And I thank you, Lord, that you're gonna help remove every hindrance in their prayer and in their prayer life. And you're gonna not only just set them free to go to another level, but you're gonna help them walk in the fullness of understanding who they are in Christ and what they can have and let prayer become a brand new passion of their life that they can walk into this next season greater than ever before. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Well, praise the Lord, guys. I love you. Glory to God. I'm excited. I'm gonna see you Sunday. All these services, man, we're having a blast. Don't forget, invite somebody. Come on out to church. We're watching this church just grow. A lot of new faces, a lot of new people. Man, we're getting ready to see some tremendous things take place. We're getting ready for conference later in the year. It's gonna be awesome. We got a lot of great things going on. Stay updated. Watch The Real. It's gonna be talking about relevant news. We're gonna tell you what's going on here. And I love you. I'll see you soon. See you Sunday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.